Welcome to Across the Rail Podcast, Methodist layman dishing hot takes on current events, church stuff, and cultural issues. Our episode today discusses the use of public vulgarity among UMC elders and thought leaders on social media and how that affects the perception of our tribe. WTF, John Wesley. Warning, we're not the men in black from the pulpit, but from the pews across the rail. Our episode today is entitled, What the... You don't have to spend too much time on the Twitters before you run into self-described UMC elders, seminary students, and other UMC folks dropping the F-bombs and other vulgarities. So, is this the new way for members of our tribe to gain street cred with the nuns? Or is this our latest attempt at becoming relevant to our culture? But before we get into all of that, who's here? John's here. Ryan. Jody. Corey. Corey is our Gen Z guest today, so please welcome Corey today. Yay! Z-Dog! That's right. So, every morning when I get up, I spend a few minutes each day monitoring the uh, uh, weird Methodist Twitter, some of the folks have called it, uh, on my Twitter feed, and increasingly I'm finding UMC elders, seminary students, and other UMC folks uh, <coughs> using profanity in their tweets. What? So. Yeah, if, if politics, now in the old days, politics is downstream, was downstream of culture. Uh, is culture downstream of religion? Is that the case today or not? Jody? It would seem to be, especially if you're looking at such of the debates within the United Methodist Church on what's acceptable culture. But I'm going to tell you, Greg, culture should not be the defining thing about this. In fact, <clears throat> you mentioned our leaders. Our leaders lead by example. Mm -hmm. So vulgarity should never come out of somebody's mouth from the pulpit under any circumstances. Now, people use it for dramatic effect sometimes. Instead of having an exclamation point, it's that F point. Right. But truth be told, if you're going to lead, if you're going to claim to be ordained in the church, representative and ambassador of Jesus Christ, no, you should not be vulgar. You know, I can remember back, and, and I'm the oldest member of the group here, tail end of the baby boom, so you kind of know, uh, know my demographic, but I guarantee you if a pastor had dropped an F-bomb, not only would the DS been on him like white on rice, the, the congregation would have been shocked beyond, it, it, yeah. I mean, it, it was unthinkable. And then here in the period of my lifetime, we've gone from not saying rhymes with spit if your mouth was full of it, to now dropping everything except the GD word on Twitter, and that's coming from, again, from our ordained clergy and seminary students. And... Again, I, I just my question is, is, is the church still the gatekeeper of culture in 21st century America? John, what do you say? I think that society as a whole on there has changed. If you can remember back your uh, baby boomer days right. when uh, this little magic box that uh, projected images on, on a screen uh, had television shows, 
You know, you didn't even see Mary. Are you Trump. talking about my dad's slide projector? It, it, no, well, no, oh, no. A little bit further. That than was in that. a box and it projected. <laughs> little further than that on there. But you know, they they didn't even feel uh, that uh, they should show married couples uh, uh, sleeping in the same yes. bed. Yep. But if you flip on today on the CW or any major uh, television network on there, you you see, buddy, I, I can remember when the. Big controversy when Hill Street Blues had some rear yeah. nudity in it, and they allowed that. They saw something <clears throat> cheeky. Cheeky it would okay. be a good word to say right. on there. Right. So, so uh, well, I guess the point that I'm saying is society as a whole has 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 gone from the Beaver Cleaver days down to the Bundy days uh, of of acceptability and vulgarity and profanity. But why should the church? Have to change because the society changed in well, that way. And, and I'm just I'm just stating stating a fact on it. No, you're the, right. The church itself is changing, and it's changing all the time. Look at what we have today. Why are we <clears> having uh, the the uh, controversy that we're having today on there? That's because of societal acceptance of norms, and, and you you know you've got a a, a small demographic, and uh, and it's pushed that belief system. Into you know that old saying the squeaky wheel or, or yeah, the, uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease on there. That's the same thing. You know these people push their belief system on there, and it's projected going going forward. <clears throat> you know, John, I remember as a young child in uh, Sunday school, remember them singing a song. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Oh, I agree with that. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear, for the Lord up above. It's looking down on you. Okay, so let's. let's so he, let me, he forgot the rest whoa, 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 of the lyrics. I did. Hold on. I did. <laughs> hold on. Okay, just and I know this is a podcast and you can't see, so let's we say nay or yay on there. Who hasn't used the vulgarity in, in our own personal life? I first of all have yes. Brian, you're quite the connoisseur. Well, yes. <laughs> but you know, where's that bar going? That's at? funny, right. Ryan. I, that, but, but I'll tell you what. Let, let's keep it in context. Do you want your pastor being potty mouth? No, I don't want that. Okay. I don't want. I don't. But I, I've heard f bombs dropped in the narthex. I don't want the the the. the, the the people. I don't want the laity dropping f bombs. We shouldn't. We are called to a higher calling. You've got sixty million subscribers, or uh, I guess it's sixty million subscribers to Twitter on there. What percentage of those do you think are actual God fearing Christian individuals? I'll say uh, Twitter is a garbage factory myself. Okay. Well, we Ooh, got a garbage collector man. right now. I look at a lot of Twitter analytics and Twitter generally veers left. It's left of center Absolutely. politically, and, socially, any and religiosity. Media. Are you yeah. saying it's garbage? I'm not it, saying that. I'm not making a judgment. I'm just telling you where the... the, the Don't judge and, it and, by what it is, brother. And Twitter is is about representative somewhere between 10 to 15% of the population in the United States. Not everybody's on Twitter. Right. Okay. Well, I was going to say, all social media, for that matter, is, is that way. Is not representative of the, of the, the vast majority I, I, I of the I agree with you. So, Facebook's just as bad. Twitter's just as bad. I mean, they've got, they've got... I can't stand Facebook. It's all. I, I, Twitter's much better, but that's just... But, you know, here, here's the thing, and this gets me back to the... Uh, <laughs> sure, sure, preferred. <laughs> I, 
I don't like. You're going to have to cancel. It's, it's my preferred vice. Yes, yeah, so that's exactly right. You're going to have to cancel your MySpace. Anything. Oh, oh, Lord. Stop. It, uh, Please, Ryan. Thank just, you. just because, I mean, it has become the norm. It's like you said. You know, society has changed. Yeah. It's coarsened. And so what's the bulwark against that, Ryan? What's going to stop that? Are we going to continue to slouch toward Gomorrah? Is, is, what, what is the church for? Okay, go ahead. Like you mentioned earlier, politics, everything kind of goes downhill, whatever. You, yeah, you politics know. is the last. It, it's the swamp. It's where okay. everything it, drains it, it, into. It's a crap pile right there. We have politicians doing that as well, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and the, the only know. reason they do it is because they feel it's acceptable with the culture. Because back in the old days, the church would have said, the, the, I don't want hey, politicians. Hey, hey, here's what's happened. Hey, here's what's happened. The church has gotten to the point now where we're to, what we want to do is make everybody feel, feel comfortable, right make everybody happy, make everybody feel good, get their jollies, this, that, and the other, no matter what kind of conforming that takes. And that is not the church's response. The church should not conform to society. Amen. The church Be is the there world, so the world, that right? society itself, people can come in and change. It, it, we're not supposed to change to make everybody feel. It's the place where people come to where they can be changed and become disciples of Jesus Christ. Well, Whoa. Well, let, oh, oh, okay, Pastor. Let, <laughs> let, let's talk to a, a, yeah. a Gen Zer right here, these foul mouth Gen Zers that we have out there that are you know, out there cussing at the street corners. Corey, <laughs> what, what's your feelings about that? Well, <clears throat> I can tell you right now, I've got all kinds of friends that. What? Literally, yeah. It's hard to believe. Both of them. Um, <laughs> that literally use vulgarity like it's a like it's their main language. You know, it's like a verb. it's yeah, just a, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm I'm in a, a Christian fraternity at, at ETSU, and there's two or three guys that are in that. Literally, that will they're my friends, and they use vulgarity in a way that seems like it's their own language, and. Looking at social media, people tend to go to social media as a place to express themselves like they can't around somebody in their Without church. Without repercussion. Yeah. With, right. Yes. Yeah. When in reality, doing that is no different than Absolutely. going up to somebody in the church Absolutely. and saying, expressing yourself in that way. Absolutely. So, so are you saying that due to anonymity, and although some of these pastors and seminary students have their complete name, so obviously they don't really care. Uh, are you saying that people are coarser once removed from face-to-face -face contact than they are person-to-person? Um, <clears throat> yes. person? Uh, I can't imagine, even in the most progressive Methodist church, a pastor dropping the F-bomb during services or, or whenever. So why do they think it's okay to do you it know, on Twitter, you, John? You, you, you know, uh, in my earlier career, I was a, uh, I was a, uh, a supervisor at a call center. On there. And if you think people are rude and obnoxious in person, put them on a phone. Yeah, and I would agree. Take the phone out, and now you, you, you've got a, a, a little little texting machine right there in front of you, i.e., a phone, on there where where they don't have any accountability. Now, profanity, and in my case, on there, it's just habit. It's just habit. You hear it, you you say it, and you know. And, and it's unfortunately, it's a bad habit that, that we, we as a society feel a lot more comfortable doing <clears throat> around. If you guys can remember, uh, do you remember this uh, Arkansas president that made, made the, uh, the issue of, uh, of uh, sex 
very open in the uh, White House to where it became, well, that's not really sex on there. I did, and, and you know why that is because our society coarsened where we would allow that to be okay. Yes. Jody, you had something to say. Well, you're right. It's habit, it and let's just call it what it is. But sometimes we got to change habits, and how do we change I, I, habits by allowing the Holy Spirit to change us from within? That's, that's exactly right. right. We, and, we 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 have to be we have to hold ourselves accountable for ourselves on there, and if we lead by example and. Jody, you don't cuss. Corey, you don't cuss. Greg swears like a like a sailor on there. You know, we're. I'm just shaking. We had to. We had to bleep you out just once. Just an example. <laughs> you know, he's feeding that Twitter food on there. So the the, the the whole point that I'm making though is is if you're gonna if you're wanting to change in the Methodist movement on there. You first of all got to change yourself. So if you're guilty of dropping f bombs, s bombs, or whatever bombs that you can think of on there, you know, take this, you know, take that log out of your own eye on there and set that example. But the point is, you're not going to change you. It's going to take the Holy Spirit to Amen. change, and that means being obedient. I agree okay. with you on what that. The, what the scripture? There, there what you go. What scripture tell us about our uh, words of choice? I mean, I can give you one right now, Ephesians 4.29. Yep. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. See, the sad thing is, most times, uh, I'm guilty of this, John. Okay, so I say okay, things so, that are not so, profitable. I would just like an answer to my question. Well, well, hold on a second. What, what, what is I the definition of unwholesome talk? Unwholesome is yeah. anything that does not profit. That covers a lot, Jody. I mean, well, that's, that's vague. You're right on there. That's that's a wide. No, actually, it's not. If we're talking about spiritual things, it's pretty much straight black and okay. white. Okay. Well, somebody's answered my question. Is the church still the gatekeeper of no. culture? No, that's the problem. Okay. Culture right. is the gatekeeper of the church. Next <laughs> question, then. There you go. Here we go. There you so, go. So to relate to culture. If that's what we're supposed to be, Paul says, I want to be all things to all people, and the dark storm clouds are gathering here in an undisclosed place in an undisclosed building. <laughs> but should we decrease our standards to increase relevance? No. That's what I said earlier. No, we okay. should not. And then let me ask another question to my illustrative panelist here, I guess panelist, Corey. Is the resistance to the use of vulgarity, is that a hill the church of Jesus Christ should die on? Yes or no? No. If you, as a body of believers, are going to uh, die uh, in in a in a moment of society where everything is vulgar and pastors are using profanity and and people are just going off of them with stuff like that, if that's how you want things to, to end, then. That right there tells you that culture has taken over everything. In my opinion, I don't want to uh, to end my life. I don't want God to come back with all this stuff going on, especially with vulgarity. One thing that I hear people say, and I've heard it in uh, some uh, Christian movies and stuff like this, you know, they say, "What you're doing right now is this what you want to be doing when God." Returns. When Christ returns. When Christ yep. returns. Is this what you want? In my opinion, no. This world is corrupt. This world is bitter. 
I do not want to be a part of that when God comes back. Amen. The world needs to turn itself back to what's most important. So you're saying that the church should, in a, in a, in a good southern term, bow up against this. Yes. That this should be something that the church takes a definitive stand against. What is something we always talk about? Being what? What should we do? We take our actions. We take. We said it first day one from this uh, podcast. We take what our opinions are, our thoughts, and we compare it to the Word of God. Correct. That's that's. So if we are doing that as Christians, we are comparing what we are doing, how we are living our lives, what is acceptable, what is unacceptable, and we are comparing it up to the Word. Absolutely, we should bow up against this. You know, that, that's, that's foundational when it yeah. comes to the things of God. And you know what else is foundational when it comes to aerospace? The structure of an aircraft. Ah, that is, there, there is nothing more foundational than the aircraft structure. And if something goes wrong or you're building an aircraft structure, you want to make sure that the tools and the fastener installation tools and the precision drilling and countersinking equipment are on par and, and, and exactly right because there's no second guessing. I mean, when you put a lot of money and time in building an aircraft structure, you don't want to have to go back. And that's why you call the fine folks at Innovative Tooling Services. They, are, they have fastening systems, installation tooling knowledge. They have application experience. In fact, that's why they're on the leading edge of aerospace tooling. So give them a call. Any aircraft structure problem you may have, shout at them at 1-800-832-7009 or look them up on the web at InnovativeTooling.com. And we'll be back. And we're back. So, illustrative panel, what does, quote, not being conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing, renew, not easy for me to say, renewing of your mind mean to you? Ryan? To me, it means, okay, just because the world's corrupt and the world's saying that this is okay and it, it, it is okay, it's deemed, um, what, what's the word for it, acceptable by society or by the world does not mean that we should have to, we don't need to conform to it right, necessarily. Right. Okay, we need to be in the Word. We need to be have that relationship with God. We need to know that if we are in Christ and we have the Holy Spirit dwelling with us, within us, then if we are seeking Him, we will constantly be gaining in our knowledge. We will constantly be doing the right thing. We will, yeah, we're going to make mistakes, but we're, we're definitely going to be getting a better up nudge there so you know even though the world might say such and such is okay right if we're in christ we know that it ain't Corey, if you look at the world today um in society everybody seems to pivot and go towards the way of the world instead of going in the way of christ absolutely um Ephesians four twenty two and 23 says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds. Uh, 24 says, And to be put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. That meaning, if you look at the way the world is, 
and you as a Christian and how you believe and how God says you ought to live in the world, you can be that person that transforms this world into what it should be. Mm -hmm. Like I stated before earlier, this world is corrupt and bitter, and this world has turned itself away from God, and it's focusing on the here and now and the situations that are going on instead of focusing on God, which is the overall answer to everything. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it says, Corey, that's that's very good. It says in Ephesians 5, well, we're, we're wearing Ephesians out today. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4 says, Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place. But instead, let there be thanksgiving. Now, eisegesis, I mean, you can take one verse wonders and, and, and run with them 35 different ways. But the point being, if you, if you exegesis all of this stuff and, and kind of see this pattern and see the context, we are transformed to be different. Uh, we are in the world, but not of the world. And one of the things that we've got to do is... You know, we can't go heavy on one thing, a part of the law, and then light and wink and nudge on the other. And I've, I've said this many times, there's a fine razor's edge between uh, legalism and holiness. And, and as good Methodists, we want to pursue holiness. We are the original holiness denomination, and we, we expect or we believe that Christ not only saves us, but he saves us to make us like him. He loves us too much to leave us the way we are. And, and if we are to look up, if elders and deacons and bishops are to be, you know, models, role models, they need to be role models Absolutely. in the way they live their lives, the way they talk, and that should also flow downstream to me, laity, and I should do that. that that's a very small thing to make the conscious effort not to use profanity. That's one way that we can easily <clears throat> distinguish ourselves between the church of Christ and the world. Jody. You know, Greg, James dealt with this. And he dealt with it in uh, chapter 3, verse 10. And obviously, because he brought it up, it was a problem. It was a problem then, it's a problem today, and it'll be a problem tomorrow. But he said, out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not be so. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to, uh, you know, the very first question. You know, we're talking about the leadership of the church, F-bombing, and using just, language it shouldn't be used this tells me james told me it ought not be so that just tells me that the leadership is not subjecting themselves to the lord jesus christ yeah right when <clears throat> when when you become a christian when we become a christian second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 tells us therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creature old things are passed away Behold, all things are, have become new. Okay, we become a new being in Christ. Therefore, we are held to a different standard. We, like you said, we are held to a different <laughs> standard then. We become new creatures. And go to Matthew chapter 12, verse 36, piggyback on what Jody said a minute ago. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will, be, will give an account for every careless word they speak. Word. <laughs> That's great. And that especially goes for the people that have the more knowledge. The right. more knowledge, the more you're going to be yep. held accountable for. Teachers, be careful yeah. what you teach because exactly. you're going to be judged more harshly. I'm paraphrasing, but... But I, that is scriptural. That's, that so, is absolutely scriptural, yes. There you go. Juan? Well, 
I agree with everything that's been said here. Uh, I think uh, the, the only question that pops in my mind is, is you know, when when I mess up, you know, the the the, the Holy Spirit really, really has a, a fest with me right there as far as uh, letting me know that I that I messed up and I and I repent as as quickly as I can. I just wonder, are these elders or and clergymen are are they feeling that? And if they're not. Then I got a, I got a question. Uh, I got Man, a, I, I got a you question. You just swerved into my next point, John. Well, yes, you did. You know, I, I got a question. Are, are they are they in it for the God business or are they in it for the cash business? You know what I mean? Well, there. You know, Jesus said, "Out of the heart, the mouth speaks." That's a truth bomb like no other truth bomb. And Jesus said it's not what comes in to a man that defiles a man. It's what comes, comes out. out. Absolutely. And I, I, I mean, we're, we're wearing this out. And, and again, I'm not, we're not saying that nobody ever curses. And, and sometimes it may be humorous in certain situations. But we are, should be transformed. It, 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 it's indicative. It's a, it, it's a, 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 a insight it's a window into a person's heart. Are you really transformed? Are you really pursuing holiness? Are we moving on to perfection as Methodists, as every one of their clergy? Are we doing that? Jody, go you ahead. Know, Greg, uh, actually, the key word in that scripture you just quoted is the abundance. So that means uh, the stored up, when, especially if we hear clergy coming out here and F-bombing. If it, if it says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what it's telling us, this is stored up crap that was never dealt with, that was never subject to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's not going to F-bomb. The Holy Spirit is going to bless, right. not curse. And so it tells me that, you know, there's just a lot of uh, uh, cleaning from within that needs to be taking place. You know, the, it, 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 what we have nowadays with a lot of the... Uh, There's a whole lot of a sanctification lot of the leader, yeah, need to be going on. A lot right? of the leadership of the uh, the current church that we're talking about, what I see is that don't do as I uh, do, do as I, I say, say right. you know. Uh, and no, Jesus Christ is the main thing. And, you know, he told us, I'm not going to leave you defenseless. I'm going to leave you a helper. I'm going to leave you a comforter. This one's going to guide you in all truth. There's not a person out there that can look in the mirror and say, I'm a follower and believer in Jesus Christ, and it's okay for me as an ambassador of Christ to get out here and start F-bombing to make a point. Right. It's it's just not okay. Now, we're talking about clergy here, but I do understand, Greg, that you're saying this should spill down to the late, right. late people we hear and everything from there, else. We just, we all, yeah. But, uh, we all use it. You know, it's, it's, here's the thing. I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. If I heard my pastor just F-bomb something, you know, making a statement, especially in a podcast or in a tweet or something of some official capacity, that'd be it for me. Yeah. It'd be it for me yeah. because my confidence would be gone. That's, uh, yeah. I One other thing I wanted to give is Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, lovely, whatever's commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think, think about these things. things. And I'm telling you, if we are truly holiness, sanctification, moving on to perfection, Bible-believing Methodists, 
I'm, I've been reading a lot of the history. I've been pouring into the early part of the church in, in England and in the early uh, United States. This would absolutely not have been tolerated by the, the first generation, the second, even all the way up through the liberalization of the church around the, the changing of the 19th to the 20th century. And, I, and, and, and we get what we accept. We have accepted this as okay. We have accepted a lot of things. And again, we're not just thumping on, on, on cursing in general. It is a symptom of a larger issue, yeah, a larger problem. And you know, Greg, you and I had a conversation on the phone a few days ago when we were talking about the origins of certain words and that F word. This is an old English word. And the thing, too, is uh, you, uh, you can pretty much discern when somebody comes out with a word, not particular that word, any word, you can tell from the intent of how it's spoken if that is a word that is meant to lift you up or to tear you down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, anybody got any final thoughts? We've hammered that nail pretty tough. <laughs> John, we beat that a, horse for uh, you. Opened up a can of worms for a whole other day. Oh, right there, well, well. Uh, I just think, though, uh, as we're wrapping up on here, you know, I, I go back to what I said before that uh, we're we're accountable for our own actions, and if the Holy Spirit is in you and working in you, you're not going to cuss or as much. Let's say that on there. Because I don't think we can ever, ever be 100% uh, without sin. You know what I'm Are saying? you moving on to perfection, John? I, I'm working oh, on it. Okay. I'm working on it. It's all right. So, but, you know, whether you're cussing or your actions are less than stellar, uh, you know, we, we, we still, you know, you, you first ask how can we change it. Well, we change it uh, by people watching us because people are watching. People are listening. People are, are paying attention to what we do. So if if we're on the street corner screaming and yelling and dropping f bombs, that's that's what they're that's what they're going to think about the church on there. So if you want to grow that church, you want to grow your uh, your spiritual life, you want to get closer to God, be in His Word. You know, we're in the world. We don't have to be part of it on there. And and ultimately, you know, we have to hold our own selves accountable because He's going to hold us accountable one day. So what you're really saying there, John, in a nutshell, is when the urge to WTF comes up, bless them, Lord. There you go. That's right. Well, this is why, and again, going back to our, our history as a movement, this is why we had class meetings and band well, meetings, I, because we were accountable to each other for how we lived our lives. I, 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 I want to throw a little, little curveball. Uh-oh, here, here we go. You know, uh, you know. Quickly. The, uh, the, you heard, you've heard people you know, rather than uh, yell out a profanity, they'll, they'll say, like, shut the front door, something like that. But the intent, the intent <laughs> on there is just being replaced on there. So is that as bad as saying the actual? As far as vulgarity goes, no. Gosh not. darn it, John. What uh, are you talking uh, about? I will, I will say this. Where's that horn at on there? <laughs> okay. I, I will no. give you, I'll give you. I'll, because let's, the, let's intent, go the intent is there. Well, the intent... Uh, well, the intent, the intent was, was never closing there the podcast, to, to but cuss, we've blown that up. So. Obviously, but I think the intent, the intent is to uh, mirror what the... Because uh, well, I don't think the Bible says, shut the front door. You know? All right, here you go. I've never heard that before. Let's, that's a new one. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But all right, we all have heard something called... called uh, well, I'm not even going to go there, but... Yeah, okay, yeah. Exodus 20, verse 7. 
Now this is not with WTF, but this would be for GD or just saying God in any other form of reverence. Golly, using the G whiz, yeah, or or Jesus, right? Okay, Exodus twenty-seven. This is what you better, huh? Well, but if it's not, I thought that was my name for the first five years of my life. Because my dad yelled that all the time. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Exodus twenty verse seven: You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses His name. That's kind of I think where you were going with that. Well. Okay. So, but the thing is, is yeah, you better choose well. If you invoke the name of the Lord. I mean, so, I mean, if, if, if you come up and say, you know, what the flip on there, you know, the intention was, was to use the word the way that it was normally said, but you just replaced that last word with flip on there. But are you guilty? I believe you're, what you're you doing there Because is, uh, in your mind, you're, you're, you're not saying flip. You're, you're pulling a Bill Clinton on what is sex, but okay. <laughs> Well, we have to land the plane here, unfortunately. It would be, you alluded to that earlier. You know, circle back around. You ought to be here to see That's this. that plane you <clears> were <throat> talking about earlier right. with those structural integrity As cars. we yeah. end the podcast today, you can find this episode and, another, and other Across the Rail podcast episodes on popular platforms like Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you listen on iTunes, please take time to give us a... I can only imagine the ratings for this episode. <clears throat> if you have questions on this or... And by the way, we've been getting some, but we're going to have viewer comments next next time. No WTF. There you go. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you have questions on this or any other episode, please send your comments. Cheers or jeers to... John, no, kidding. To comments at acrosstherail.com or look up Across the Rail podcast on the Twitters by our handle at across underscore rail. It's right next to the weird Methodist Twitter guys dropping F-bombs. And on Facebook at Across the Rail podcast. Please give us a like there and leave us any feedback or questions. Thank you so much for listening. So who wants to close our podcast with prayer? Corey, won't you? Corey, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Thank you for coming, by the way. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Mm Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day that you've given us to gather together uh, as men under you. And Father, we just pray that you help us to renew our minds each and every day and to focus on you. Father, we know that the only way that we can get through this world and overcome the things of this world and to strengthen ourselves is to be able to turn to you and really listen to what you have to say to us. Father, um, as we leave this place, we just ask that you bless each and every person here um, and the safe travels as we go home, Lord. And Father, uh, we just ask that you give everybody a, a wonderful Memorial Day um, week. Um, and Lord, we just ask that you help us to focus on what's important, which is your word, yes. and to pray to you. Amen. Thank you for this time, um, and thank you for this group of men. We ask this under your name. Amen. Amen. Amen.